Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash Entitled Parents video. Today we've got some crazy Entitled Parent stories, and our first story is from Chance Success 3567 My parents kicked me out of the house for my sister to live with them. Now, 12 years later, they demand that I give my sister my house. This happened when I was 18, now I'm 32. My sister, who's expecting another child, demands I leave her house because she's older. Let's start. Well, after I turned 18, I still lived with my parents. Until then, everything was fine. Until my sister had an unexpected child with her boyfriend. After that, he left her and took all the goods. So she came to my parents' house explaining all the facts to them and they decided to kick me out because there were only two rooms in the house at the moment. I didn't like the decision, but as my sister's going through a difficult time, I gave up the room. But all I asked for was one day to pick up my things, and they didn't even give me that. The next day while I was at work, they threw all my clothes and belongings on the sidewalks and they changed all the locks. I was shocked. It looked like they didn't want me there for a long time. But I accepted it. I went to my girlfriend's house and stayed there for four years living with her. After that, I broke up with her, moved to another city not so far away from my old one, got a really good job. I bought a dream apartment. But in Brazil, we have a saying, joy of the poor doesn't last long. When years later, my parents came to my house as that had never happened in the past. And in my face, they told me, you could give your apartment to your sister. I said no and explained the facts. And my mother says, she's expecting another baby and the house we are in is too small. I ask what will be of me and my job. And she says, you can live with us again and you can drive to work. It's a one hour commute from work to their house. I say no and quickly kick them out of the house. And even today... They're trying by legal means to get the house for me, being so absurd that they tried to forge a signature from my real estate. They just said that an email didn't reach me. Well, the story's far from over, but I just wanted to vent. I think regardless of where you live, I sure hope that any respecting real estate agency is not going to hand over the rights to a property because of some email that somebody missed. If somebody is transferring some kind of property, you need them like in person with their signature on a piece of paper and the people with them that are getting the signed property to them probably need to be checked that they don't have any weapons holding the other one hostage. Do you think it's time for OP to cut their sister and parents off? Just stop talking to them after this, especially after they're trying to steal their apartment, their dream apartment close to their work? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. Our next story is from Latte Hout. My parents keep barging into my room when I'm in the middle of a meeting. Help! My job is flexible and lets me work from home, which is great. But my parents have a habit of barging in to ask the stupidest questions without knocking when I'm in a meeting. They seemingly can't hear that I'm talking to someone on the call and just ask the weirdest questions that get overheard by my colleagues. I need help on how to get them to stop doing this. First option, A, a door lock if you don't have it. 
B, a door jam wedge. Like that thing you use to usually keep the door open. Just wedge it under the door so they can't open it. And C, if you want to get cutesy, you can get one of those cheapo, busy slash occupied signs that you can kind of stick to the outside of the door that you can slide over if you want. And also D, more communication, being more blunt maybe. There's definitely more ways to deal with it, both direct and indirect. Our next story is from Desolation29. Got an entitled mother kicked out of Halloween Ends for bringing her underaged kids into the movie. This was my first time coming into contact with an entitled parent, and given the circumstances, I wish I'd been there for the final confrontation before she got kicked out, but I had more important things to worry about, like watching the rest of the movie. I went to the movies late last night to watch Halloween Ends on opening night. I had just gotten off work and was still in my suit, but I said screw it because I was too lazy to go home and change into more casual clothes, and then drive to the movies. I sat down in my seat with my snacks, and during the previews, I see a toddler come into the theater that didn't look old enough for kindergarten, yet accompanied by a kid who looked to be in middle school, and then their mother comes into the theater right behind them. And I saw the mother was holding her third child, an actual baby who couldn't have been older than a year at best. They sat down in the row of seats directly below me. The way the theater is built, it has each row of seats comprised of luxury recliners with walls facing separating them from the next row down. I couldn't actually see this mother and her kids unless I got out of my seat and stood up to look down on the row at them, or unless they were just entering the theater to sit down. At that point, my brain is just screaming, are you freaking serious right now? Like, are you really freaking serious with this? You're going to bring a baby and a toddler into a horror movie? Not just any horror movie, mind you, but the horror movie of one of the most terrifying slasher icons, Michael Myers. To say I was already very annoyed at this mother's decision making was an understatement. Because she's not only going to cause her baby and toddler to get very seriously scared by bringing them, but I guessed she also wouldn't be doing anything to calm them down if one or the other started crying or being too loud during the movie. Lo and behold, I was right. Multiple times throughout the first half of the movie, the baby started briefly crying or letting out a single loud pitched cry. It was loud enough that you could obviously hear it interrupt the sounds and dialogue of the movie. I was already mad at the woman for her garbage decision making and entitled behavior by bringing in children that shouldn't have been there and were all but guaranteed to interrupt the movie for everyone else, but her not doing anything to quiet them down was the final straw. And just to clarify for everyone who may ask, the mother did not even get up once to take her baby outside the theater to calm it down. This baby was consistently loud and disruptive the whole time the family was in there watching the movie. I got out of my seat and walked out of the theater to a couple of employees outside of that particular theater and explained the situation. They said they would contact their manager to come into the theater and get the woman and her kids to leave. I go back in the theater and before long, 15 to 20 minutes have passed with no sight of a manager or employees in the theater. During that time period, the baby's still loudly whining and crying here and there, once again stopping me from really enjoying the movie. At that point, the movie hadn't reached its bloody, gory climax, but I wasn't going to wait around until then, or afterwards, for this to get addressed and risk the chance of that baby and or toddler to get scared out of their minds and ruin it for me and everyone else. I got up again and went to talk to the employees again, and that's when they finally got their manager to go into the theater and talk to the woman to get her and her kids to leave. 
I stood off to the side by the giant wall when you enter the theater watching the movie as the manager and employee talked with the mother, so I never really got to see what happened or what was said. The mother and her two younglings had already interrupted the movie enough for me, and I wasn't going to miss another second by focusing on them about to get kicked out. A little over five minutes later, the employee came back by me and said they're about to leave the theater. I saw the mother carrying her baby, followed by her middle school aged child and her toddler carrying her sippy cup leaving the movie theater. I and everyone else finally got to watch the rest of the movie in peace, which was about another 40-45 to minutes, and just so happened to be the best part of the movie. After the movie was over, I found the manager that kicked the mother and her kids out to thank her for fixing the problem. She told me it was no big deal and that actually legally the mother should have never have been allowed to see that movie in the first place. According to the theater's policy, children under 6 years old cannot enter R-rated movies after 6pm, so the mother shouldn't have been allowed to buy tickets in the first place considering she had a toddler and a baby with her. However, the employee that sold her the tickets was being trained and didn't know about the policy, so he mistakenly sold her the tickets. The manager told me that because of that, the mother was entitled to a refund of her movie tickets, which I understood. It didn't matter in the end, as the toddler and baby didn't see the goriest and scariest parts of the movie, nor did the best parts of the movie get ruined for me and everyone else in the movie. Lastly, to the mother I got kicked out of the movie theater, if you're seeing this, I just want you to know one thing, I'm not sorry I got you kicked out. You knowingly brought a baby and a toddler with you into an R-rated horror movie, knowing it wasn't appropriate for them to be there. When they started disturbing everyone by being noisy and or crying, you did nothing to calm them down or stop them. You chose not to have any respect for your fellow moviegoers. But I chose to put up with your BS until I couldn't any longer, which just so happened to be before the climax of the movie was shown. Next time you want to watch an R-rated horror movie, just bring yourself and your middle schooler and be respectful of the noise you make in the theater when it's playing, and you might just get to finish it. And if getting kicked out wasn't a good enough lesson to make you remember for the future, I hope you had a pleasant evening staying up later than usual trying to calm down your baby and toddler because of any nightmares they might have gotten from the movie. I guess this all depends on the theater's interpretation of the rules as far as... If the movie's rated R, which I'm assuming Halloween Ends is a rated R horror movie, I think depending on the cinema, they might be allowing parents to take under 17s in with them. But I think we can all agree that taking in toddlers and babies into a rated R movie just should not be allowed. And even your middle schooler, they're going to probably be traumatized. And God forbid that middle schooler is in a situation where they get brought in there with the mom. They tell the mom, I'm scared, this is scary, etc. Just to get told, oh, it's almost over. Oh, don't worry, it's just, it's not real. For all you know, maybe that middle schooler who could understand what was going on was getting tortured from that. Not only was it probably scary for them, both their toddler siblings were crying and screaming. Imagine how awful it must have been for all of those kids. They deserve to get out of there just for their sanity. Our next story is from South Letter 2473. My mom thinks abusing me is a good thing. I, male 13, had a history of domestic violence, and my father was a drug consumer, alcoholic, and overall abusive before, and we don't live with him or have any contact to him anymore since June. Now my mom found a new boyfriend, and I had really messed up time schedules with work. As far as I can tell, one day she'll be home by 9am, others she won't even be home until midnight. As of late, we realized that the house started piling up with trash. 
and we needed to clean it, which we did after three whole weeks. She would always clean a part of the house, get tired, and just go to her boyfriend's house, since his house is clean and she'd leave me alone until the next day, where she'd either come back for an hour or so and have to leave for work, or she'd come home, throw things such as clothes in the room she just cleaned the day before, just to have to clean it again, and repeat the cycle. She even postponed the times her boyfriend should have come to our house, just because she didn't want to clean it. Also, I've realized a pattern which makes me so annoyed because no matter what I do, it goes the same. She calls me saying she'll go to her boyfriend's house before she comes to our house after work. I tell her to let me know when she's on the way to our house. She says she'll do so. She comes back at a random time and doesn't let me know. She gets mad at either something I would have cleaned if I knew she was coming home or she looks for small things to point out and be mad at me for. Then she'll call me the worst names you can imagine as I, a nearly 14-year-old kid in the middle of puberty with mental health issues she doesn't care about, try to calmly explain stuff and or point out that I didn't know that I had to keep the whole house in check, along with school and a dog, and my country school goes till 4 p.m., so I'll be home at 5 p.m. Usually I have to clean the dog's pee or poop if my mother didn't have time or was too tired to go out with the dog herself, then I'll have to go with the dog and... Usually I get this weird floppy feeling and just feel weak and fall asleep and get woken up by her screaming. Then she'll say stuff like, if you don't do this, then I'll take away your phone for the rest of the year, or pointless threats like that. Then she'd tell her boyfriend about how bad of a kid I am, and he never seemed like that to me. But according to my mom, he completely agrees and thinks I should do more, and she'll go to sleep and I would just do stuff on my phone till I fall asleep. I told her countless times that having the same circle of events with her, getting mad at me for no specific reason, and sometimes even using the same sentences might be a sign of some mental illness and that she should seek help. And I even asked if we can go to therapy to sort things out. But she'll just confirm my theory by always saying, shut the freak up, you're the one that's mentally ill and should be locked away. Today, as usual, the routine went on about how she does everything in the house and she practically doesn't even live in it anymore. I hid her phone to annoy her since I'm literally trying my best to avoid her weird mental phase thing, but she just insults me for no reason. I can't even remember the last time she apologized for anything. She always acts like it never even happened to begin with. Today, she told me stuff like, I'll drive you to your father and leave you there because then you'll have no future. If you report me to the police, they'll take you away and beat you up. I never heard of police beating up teens for having bad parents, but okay. I told my boyfriend what you're doing and he's really mad at you. And if you try to do something to hurt me, he'll beat you up. She also threatens to hit me and often tries to, but I'm physically stronger, so I don't really care. And she took pictures of how the house looked to probably send it to her boyfriend and cry about it. I've secretly recorded her insulting me, so if anything happens, I have proof. She often asks me to do stuff that she knows I don't know how to. I learned basic things by myself when I was 11. Like, I don't remember my parents ever teaching me to sweep, vacuum, mop the floor, and the one I'm most sad about, cook. These days, whenever I'm starving because my mom isn't home, I have to video call my grandma, and she has to tell me a step-by-step guide how to cook stuff so I don't starve. She also said that her boyfriend knows that I don't do my chores on purpose and that's why he's mad. I said that if he believes your lie. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. Eyes, then he's dumb, and she went completely off saying, Watch who you're talking about. All that just because her new boyfriend has more muscles than my dad. All in all, I don't know what to do. I kind of want revenge slash karma to get her, but I'd also feel kind of bad since compared to her, I'm a decent human being. I'd even go out of my way to say that I raised myself. Half the things I know are thanks to the internet, which for some reason they gave me access to since age three, but I feel like that's just Stockholm Syndrome. I left 99% of what generally happened out. For example, the fact that I didn't have a bed for a month and had to sleep in hers because she didn't want to clean the house so her boyfriend can fix my bed. Because I'm in the phase where she's asleep and I'm about to fall asleep so I'm tired too. But if you have any questions, comment down below and I'll answer them. I think by far the most telling thing here is the fact that the mom told OP to their face. If they report you to the police, they'll take you away and beat you up. She's trying to scare OP and get it in their mind that calling the police is just not an option. But it just shows her hand and it shows that she's aware that what she is doing is enough to make the police concerned. And honestly, for OP's sake, I think it's a great thing that they got internet access at an early age because it seems like they were able to gain access to a mindset that isn't just totally plagued and or controlled by this abusive mother. Like they saw there's enough out there on the internet to know that what the mother's doing is not the way life should be. Also bless the grandma for helping out where they can. If anything gets truly bad, I hope OP isn't afraid of calling the police. I mean, it is scary, but they should not feel like that's not an option. Our next story is from Plonky Plonk Throwaway. Entitled mother broke my laptop because I refused to entertain her son with it. 
You can already see from the title that the situation was rather stupid. I'm a man just over 40, and I still have a love for some video games of my youth. Old Nintendo 64 games like Mario Kart and stuff. But the old game systems I used to play them on are long gone. So I have emulators on my laptop for Game Boy and N64. Considering how much I travel for work, these old video games give me something fun to do when I'm at hotels, airports, and even on flights. People do stop to ask me about it when they see a middle-aged man in a suit gaming away with an N64 controller on a laptop at random places. Yes, some people have judged me. I really don't care. At the time this incident happened, I was waiting in an airport on a four-hour layover before my next flight. I dropped by the cafe near the terminals and got out my personal laptop. I keep a separate one for my work laptop, which is company provided. I got out my USB N64 controller and decided to start a new file on Banjo-Tooie. I wasn't playing the game for more than 10 minutes when a young boy approached me and asked what I was doing. I somewhat awkwardly said that it was an old video game I was using to pass the time. I asked him where his mother was and he pointed to a dark-haired woman sitting at a table nearby. She was completely zoned out on her phone. I've been the victim of entitled parents and their spoiled children wanting my stuff in the past, especially in airports. And I was getting some serious vibes that this would be more of the same. This airport for some reason has lots of these people. I find it's less of a risk to just tell them no quickly, in a polite manner if possible. So I asked the boy to please leave me alone as I just wanted to enjoy my game in peace before my next flight. Well, that was the wrong thing to say as he started crying and ran back to his mom, who proceeded to let her inner dragon on me. I heard the boy crying to her about how I didn't share and made him upset. Well, she stomped over to me and demanded to know why I didn't let her baby play. I didn't really have much of a chance to say anything because she looked at the game on the screen and then said a man my age shouldn't be playing little kid games, even if they are old. Well, that made me angry and I got up. I'm not a small man, I'm six foot one without shoes on and 250 pounds. And this woman was around five foot three, I think, so I borderline towered over her. She was pretty intimidated for a second and we had an awkward stare down. And while that was happening, her son tried to grab my laptop off the table. I stopped him by putting my arm in the way before he could, but that angered the mother and she yelled at me to not touch her son, then said I must be a terrible person and I probably don't know what it's like to have kids. I told her I do know what it's like as I'm a father and have a young son about the same age at home. And he certainly doesn't behave like this. But right then, I wasn't at home as I was about to spend a week abroad for work and playing old video games helped me to relax. Then I chastised the lady over her entitled attitude and acting like I should be catering to her son because I certainly don't ask or demand people to cater to mine and she should be providing entertainment for her son herself, instead of expecting me or anyone else to do it for her. The lady was really not happy I said that, and there was a lot of people around us who heard everything and were giving her judgmental stares. She seemingly started to back off, but took a second to rush past me and sweep my laptop off the table so hard it hit the wall. It was broken in an instant. That's when I fully lost my temper and yelled at her near full volume, but still managed to keep myself from resorting to foul language since children were present. I'd also like to point out that it was strictly verbal. I never once laid a finger on her, but the lady actually fell over when I yelled at her, either out of fear or on purpose, I'm still not sure. But she was crying and cowering in a fetal position on the floor. Her son rushed to her aid and called me a mean man for making his mama cry. 
and then started kicking at my shins. Shortly thereafter, airport security showed up and the lady practically threw herself at them and demanded that they arrest me. I sat back down with my hands up and said that I didn't do anything wrong and there's witnesses all around us to prove that and there were cameras all over the place that would have captured everything. Well, the lady doubled down and said all this happened because I'm a jerk who wouldn't let her son play on my computer. Airport security ended up taking us both away while they reviewed witnesses and the CCTV. Police were called and asked if I wanted to press charges. I happily said yes and soon boarded my flight after they let me go. The next day, after I'd gotten settled in a motel, I took an Uber to try and see if I could get my computer repaired. The PC tech had to charge me extra to start working on my laptop right away. They called me a few hours later and it turned out the screen was broken and the motherboard was damaged, among other things that I don't remember, but the sort of it was my laptop was totaled so there was no point in trying to fix it. The good news is the hard drive was fine and could be transplanted into a new PC or just have all the data copied over to the new computer, which I opted for. I paid for a brand new laptop of the same brand that they switched all my data over to, though I still had to reinstall and set all my apps back up, which was annoying. I ended up wanting to sue the lady who broke my computer, but she took a smart move in surrendering and paying me back for the damages. I was completely ready to file a lawsuit against her, but gave her the option to repay me because I really don't want to take the time to go to court. She ended up talking to me over a video call, crying her eyes out and saying she was just stressed and begging me not to sue her. I spoke with her husband who was still very angry with her and apologized to me. I get the feeling that their marriage was going through a rough patch, but I don't really have any details about it. The husband said he would pay back everything and then some if we just ended this and I didn't sue. I accepted and they sent me a check in the mail, which thankfully didn't bounce when I cashed it. That all ended last week, and I'm happy to say my replacement laptop works great and I've gotten back to playing games on it in my downtime. As a person who loves retro games and loves to make YouTube videos of retro games just for fun here and there, this story totally vibed with me, USB N64 controllers. If you prefer the PC experience getting the emulators, I mean I have a lot of gaming consoles, N64, Sega Saturn, Dreamcast, Playstations, NES, NES, Genesis. Honestly all this just to say, screw anybody that thinks, oh you're too old for video games. It's just a media of entertainment. I hate anybody that tries to gatekeep video games not being for older people, especially the entitled ones that try to use that as a justification to hand over hundreds of dollars of equipment so their kids can enjoy it for free. Our next story is from Single Associate 8863. Narcissistic mom permanently damaged my self-worth. So I, 19-year-old non-binary, now no longer live with my mom, but I'm still living with the effects of her parenting. She's one of the most entitled people I know, so this feels appropriate to be here. Ever since I can remember, my mother has breathed down my neck about what I ate and what I wore. My appearance was everything to her. She constantly nitpicked my hair, nails, teeth, neck, tummy, and so on. Nothing was safe. I slouched too much, I ate too fast, my neck was thick that day, etc. She always found a way to tear me down. While I was still in that environment, I figured she knew best and I would thank her later like she always said I would, but why would I thank her for shaming me for eating a second or, God forbid, third slice of pizza? When I was little, I thought nothing of it. I was about six when she first started to tell me I needed to suck in my stomach. This turned into being corrected and shamed anytime I was caught not sucking in. 
As the years passed, I feared that everyone would notice what I ate and how much of a fatty I must have been. I sucked it in at school, at home, and even alone in my room. By the time I reached middle school, I already had a rocky relationship with food. My mom would make my plate so she could control my portion sizes, and I would always want more. This turned into me shoving all the food I could into my face when she wasn't around, which caused weight gain, which meant I was going to be shamed. My mom started making me weigh myself in front of her when I was 13. I was 103 pounds the first time I weighed myself. She was happy that I was so skinny, but it wasn't enough for her. She would constantly say that I needed to weigh myself daily as to not gain any weight that I couldn't notice. 109, 115, 120, 130, 118, and then 120 again. I kept journals of what I ate at school and what my goal was, and looking back, that was so bad for my young mind. I skipped meals, forced myself to throw up, and binged in secret. The secret wasn't well kept, as she constantly went through my trash to look for wrappers. I would get texts while at school, ripping into me for eating snacks. Eventually one thing led to another, and she used my phone to try to get my weight under her control. She said that if I gained weight, she'd take it, which I heard constantly. Eventually I tried my darndest to get out of that mindset, and gained about 10-20 to pounds at the end of my living with her. She noticed and brought me into her room so I could weigh myself in front of her. I told her no. She looked surprised and poorly tried to cover up her anger. I told her that I didn't want to and that the number will just mess with my head and make my mental health worse. She didn't back down and insisted, but I told her I knew she was going to shame me. She said she wouldn't, but once I stepped on that scale, her face dropped. 145 made her face go sour and she told me I needed to get back on track. She shamed me and I let her because she had power over me. Now I don't know my current weight because I know the number will do nothing but drive me crazy. I just know I'm the healthiest I've ever been. And I hope she realizes one day that her actions do in fact have consequences and she's not the angel she portrays. I'm sorry for such a long post, I just wanted to get that out there because I was unable to talk about it for so long. Parents need to know that this behavior isn't okay. 100 million percent I agree with OP, clearly this behavior isn't okay. I think almost anybody can see the situation and know it's more than not okay. I would imagine most average parents would see this and think, I would never do that to my kid. I feel for OP because not only did OP have to deal with this and grow up with this bothering them for so long, but very clearly the mom probably was very seriously impacted by the same things when they grew up and are just allowing themselves to lash out with their own kid too. I'm just glad to hear that OP has figured it out and is in a better place with it and doesn't let their mom have that power over them. The focus I think from here on out is never giving that power back up to them again, not letting them have any of that power over you. And our final story of the day is from Aging Gay Man. My mother is schizophrenic and no one told us. I posted about how my mother, who I had no contact for 19 years with, hires a private investigator to find me and demands that I give her my property and she ended up arrested and sent to mental faculties. After talking with my husband, we thought it was a bit weird for her to go 0 to 60 with the crazy. When I voiced my concerns, I was told she was diagnosed with schizophrenia over 40 years ago and no one thought to tell me or my siblings. I don't know much about schizophrenia but I believe it's inherited, right? This is something you tell your kids. I think my mother's family were trying to get me to sympathize with her, but it just made me dislike her more. She withheld important information that could have affected us. 
I don't have any biological kids, but my older brother and sister do. I'm just so angry right now. I actually don't know. Is schizophrenia an inheritable thing? Like, is there a genetic link to it? I mean, I imagine, like most things with mental health and mental illnesses, I imagine if somebody's dealing with it, it's likely that their parents and their kids might as well. To be honest, I'm not really an expert on this. I don't want to sound like I know it all. But just hearing about how schizophrenia is inherited, for some reason, it's equal parts not surprising to hear about, but also, like, you just feel like that kind of thing shouldn't be something that you can just pass down. I don't know, I think I'm maybe just slightly ignorant on the subject, to be honest. But I do know one thing, if you're a parent that has those kinds of conditions, it's more than fair to tell your kids to inform them they might deal with it. And all these relatives dropping that bomb on them later as adults? Not cool. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy entitled parent story, check out the video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out the video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.